0: Hello
1: welcome back to Small Screens Film Club. Uh, I'm Edward, back with you again, and joining me this week, as per usual, is Alessia. How are you, Alessia? I'm alright, how are you? I'm okay, a bit tired. It's quite late we're doing this, but we're going to be talking about two very interesting films. Two in one? Two in one this week, it's it's a a double episode.
0: Double date.
1: Yeah. We're going to be talking about, first off, Toy Story 4, and we're going to follow that up. With Spider-Man: Far From Home, so Toy Story Four. Uh, this this is the fourth instalment in the toy in the Toy Story saga. Um, before this, there were three very popular um, Toy Story movies made by Pixar, and they kind of these films helped, I think, Pixar get to where they, where it is today. They're more, what well, if not? They are the most well-known animation studio in the world. They've done. They've won more Oscars than any other studio. They are now part of Disney, and
0: like toy-
1: anything else, <laughs> yeah, like everything else now. And uh, Toy Story Four sees kind of part of the old gang back again. Um, everyone is back, but there's a lot more of a Woody in this film, and Bo Peep. Bo Peep is back. She wasn't in the last film. The best one. The best, and so the the story is bonnie the girl that now owns these toys the previous owner was andy and he gave uh, his toys to bonnie when he was basically too old to take them to university with him and uh so the old gang woody buzz rex slinky dog etc they're the only ones i can remember off the top of my head uh they are now bonnie's toys but bonnie is a very different child to Andy, and first of all, she's a girl.
0: She's really small as well. She's very small.
1: And uh, so the way she plays with the toys is slightly different, and she also likes to make toys. So in the film, she ends up making a toy called Forky, voiced by the brilliant Tony Hale, and Forky doesn't know whether he's a... Trash. (laughs) Trash or a toy. So he's made out of a spork. So he's a plastic spork with kind of hands made out of felt and googly eyes and... He's got feet that are made out of, a, I think they're a, um, a lolly stick or something. It like. looks like a lolly stick. Yeah, but she does does what Andy does did with his toys and she writes her name on their, on the bottoms of their feet. And so uh, Forky is constantly trying to go back into the trash. And it's uh, a running gag in the film. It's actually hilarious. It is very funny. I think it's, it's, it's the case of uh, having a joke stretched so far that it becomes funny again. Yeah. And um basically what ends up happening is uh this isn't uh, a spoiler because it's in the trailers. He jumps out of an RV that they're in and Woody has to go and rescue him. It's another rescue. Well, let's film. say
0: that Woody doesn't really mind his own business, does he? Well, in this film ever.
1: The Woody's business is to look after Bonnie.
0: Bonnie doesn't like Woody though.
1: <laughs> no, but he's um he's got this sense of responsibility hasn't he he, he feels responsible for her um, and he's always he's trying Forky quickly becomes her favourite toy and he thinks she's, he's very important to her so he wants to rescue him so that Bonnie isn't sad that's kind of really the, that, that's a very surface level interpretation of what's going on there is a lot more going on in the background with Woody's character I think he's uh, kind of facing a... Kind of, he doesn't really know what his purpose is anymore because mm. his... He's
0: not, he's not a favourite toy anymore.
1: He's not a favourite toy. Bonnie he's a bit
0: nasty to him.
1: <laughs> she she prefers... Uh, where is it? Oh, I can't remember her name now. The girl,
0: yeah, the cowboy girl. Um, Cal, cow girl.
1: Yes, the cow girl who is... <laughs>
0: I have to say you are more Jesse you're more of a fan of Toy Story than me
1: okay so I will start off by saying that I thought Toy Story 1, 2, and 3 together that is one of the best trilogies ever made because there isn't a weak film there Uh, the first Toy Story is fantastic it's aged a bit if you watch it now but I mean that's like one animation film but the the story itself is very original and Toy Story 2 just kind of went even further. It was Toy Story. I think Toy Story 2 is the best out of all the films, but it was um, it was very different. And then Toy Story 3 came around, and that was very emotional. And I think for probably for me, it was um, particularly important because I was always the age that Andy was in the movies, whilst mm-hmm. when I first watched them. So, Toy Story 4 is a bit of a bizarre. Bizarre film because I personally don't think it should have been made. Um, I, th- I, I think it is a bit of a cash grab. Um,
0: well, they have <laughs> th- to make money somehow.
1: Yeah, well, of course <laughs> they do, and it's made a lot of money, but not as much as they thought it was going to make. But they, um, the 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 story itself is you know it's fine. I think I think the thing with Toy Story Four is it feels a bit like one of the shorts just extended. Yeah,
0: it doesn't really need. I mean. The story is a bit kind of random like it doesn't mm. really need to be there, but it kind of it's a it's a fun movie to go and watch and just like you know it's 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 it was funny for us, so I'm pretty sure they would be even more like funnier for a kid yeah and that's kind of the purpose of it anyway it doesn't really have to be necessarily i mean of course it's it's called four so yeah, it's part of like that line of films but at the end of the day, did you enjoy the film? Yeah, I laughed.
1: Oh yes, it, this is what I said. It's a highly enjoyable film. It's fun, but I think ultimately completely unnecessary in the, in the Toy Story saga saga because it doesn't. It doesn't. The characters. There isn't any real character development in this film, apart from with Woody, and even his character development is basically oh, like I'm no longer really needed.
0: Well, we know all the characters already, <laughs> apart from this Forky, but you could Yeah, really... there are a couple of
1: new characters as well, so there's... Yeah, but Forky
0: uh... wasn't a thing before, like, just born with yeah. the film, so, you, you know... And also,
1: they're going to make a series with Forky. I
0: mean, I, th- I think it was it was really funny.
1: Yeah, and I think, I think Forky... Forky and Woody's relationship makes this film, I think. Yeah. Uh, and Bo Peep as well, coming into it. Bo Peep is really interesting in this. Um, she kind of is a bit of a kind of Sarah Connor-esque tarot kind of character. She's
0: uh, a <laughs> badass.
1: Yeah, she's a badass in this film. And she was, you know, early on, if you've watched Toy Story 3, you, rea- you would have realized that she wasn't in that film. And it was quite obvious, you know, it was, it was quite glaring. There was, uh, people were like, where is, what, what happened to Bo Peep? And this film kind of uh, gives an explanation to what happened to her. And she basically ended up being a lost toy, stranded in a funfair. And she takes it upon herself to create a life for herself, but as she's no longer really a toy. She's a character in her own right, and um, a lot of that is the interactions between her and Woody is is Woody coming to the same sort of realization, and uh, it I, I the, the, there are the scenes between those three characters, you know, Woody Forky and Woody Bo Peep, they're interesting. The rest of the crew, you know, mm. Buzz Lightyear doesn't have, doesn't really have anything to do. They do nothing. Do. Like, the rest of them you could f- completely forget about, <laughs> like, um, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the other ones, like... Uh,
0: the famous one are not really doing anything, <coughs> but there is, like, a villain. They're just
1: stuck in an RV, and there's, a, okay, there is a villain. Now, th- this is interesting, well, is she a villain? Well, she's voiced, voiced by Christina Hendricks, she's called Gabby Gabby. So she's like a, a quite, uh,
0: Super creepy doll. She,
1: it's very... It, it does go into kind of Goosebumps territory.
0: Oh, it's with, creepy. With
1: the... Um, so there are these... Uh, what are they? The puppet... Not puppets. Um, yeah,
0: they are like the ventriloquists.
1: Ven, yeah, ventriloquist dummies. That's what they're called. And they're her henchmen. And she's in this antique shop in the...
0: She's the queen of the antique
1: shop. <laughs> and... In this, yeah, this funfair. And the whole thing is that she, her voice box doesn't work. And um, she wants Woody's voice box. Yeah, so, it's like a kind of like a it's creepy. Um,
0: what's the cartoon? Oh god, the um, oh gosh, Ariel. What's the cartoon? Oh
1: my goodness. What the Little Mermaid.
0: Yes, it's kind of that.
1: Is it? I want your voice. Oh, yeah. There is an element of that. I hadn't thought about that.
0: Me neither. I just thought about yeah. it now.
1: Yeah, there is an element of that, but ultimately, I wouldn't really call her a villain.
0: Well, like at the end, she's not, she's but a, she kind of is. She's uh, the
1: antagonist. Yeah, this, but I like, mean,
0: she wants. She's she still has voice. It's just God. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, it's it's very it's very creepy and and very weird, but it's also
0: they break him.
1: Well, he, he yeah okay so he Woody ends up kind of agreeing to let her take his voice box because all he wants is to get Forky back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God knows why, <laughs> but. And um, there, there, there is, like, kind of some horror elements to to the op, to the opening scene with Gabby Gabby, like especially with the dummies.
0: Listen, it's... Like it's
1: pretty yeah. scary. I, I would say, apart from... It's creepy. Apart from the furnace scene in Toy Story 3, but I don't think you... Have you seen the other Toy Story films? I
0: have, but I have to say they kind of, like... Mm. There, there's a them. scene
1: in, in Toy Story 3 where all the toys are kind of going towards this furnace. Mm. And they all end up holding hands. And that's kind of horrific, but because you think that oh, the toys are going to die, mm. but also incredibly emotional because they they decide that well, if we're going to die we're going to die together, and that that to me is peak Toy Story. Um, that was the moment where I was like this okay after having seen that film I was like this is hands down one of the best trilogies ever made. People often say that the Lord of the Rings is, but I would I would argue that Toy Story really is like Toy right. Story 1, 2 and 3 I, I don't feel like this film um, it doesn't add to it but it also doesn't take anything away mm. from the previous three films because it, there is stuff there is interesting stuff in it but it's just not quite as um, impactful as what came before but apparently the, um, there, there was a lot about the writing of this film um, there was a lot of so John Lasseter who's now left Pixar because um, a sexual in, in a, well, inappropriate, inappropriate behavior, um, <laughs> but he does have a he does have a story credit here. But so does Rashida Jones and Will McCormack. But they ended up leaving because they couldn't um, they couldn't agree with the story. So originally, apparently, it was going to be a um, a romantic comedy mm. kind of thing, and. This often happens. Like there's a whole story about how John Lasseter single-handedly saved Toy Story Two. Um, he came back from holiday, and apparently the film was a mess. And it was only a couple of months out of away from being released, and they basically had to remake the film in a few months. And they managed it, and they made it. They made an incredible movie. Um, this it wasn't so similar here, but it's kind of like they kept on chopping and changing the story. Although they knew, they always knew that they wanted to make it between Woody and Bo Peep. I think that the character of Forky kind of came a bit later, Um, and 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 in the end, he's one of the most interesting characters.
0: That's funny. He's the funny character, yeah.
1: And he's definitely like (laughs) there's a a lot of um, kind of what am I, who am I, why do I exist? (laughs) (laughs) Very (laughs) profound. Yeah. Very. (laughs) And and it does. Yeah. As I said before, it does. It does make the film. It does elevate the film slightly um, from being just. kind of kids animated film but then you come to expect that with pixar you come i personally think if it's a pick i go into a pixar film thinking i will be amazed by what as i often mm. have been you know you look at like up
0: mm, which yes. is
1: fantastic uh wall-e it's brilliant uh more recently inside out is oh, really so good, good. Yeah. coco is is, oh, yeah. is brilliant
0: coco, some of my favorites and
1: you know they make these films and these films are always there's always something else going on and they, which is what they they've proven that animated films can be considered you know oscar worthy films in their own right i would say toy story is like uh, below toy story 4 is below those films it's it's a good it's a good film but not it doesn't change anything in, in in where Toy Story is or where the, the the toys don't end up in a better place at the end of the film and you don't mm-hmm. really know more about them really like apart from Woody but um, and also I suppose Bo Peep but the rest of them are kind of forgotten and I suppose there's also an element of with Buzz Lightyear it's like how far can you take Buzz Lightyear anymore because mm-hmm. the first film Buzz was he believed he was a, a uh, you know a space ranger. In the first film he mm. didn't think he was a toy again the same kind of idea he didn't think he was a toy he thought he was a space ranger uh, that you know then you end up coming to the realisation that he is a toy thanks to Woody then the second film he kind of becomes more of a leader the third film he speaks Spanish in the third <laughs> film there's a really weird scene in the third Woody film Woody's
0: a psychologist really in this film
1: so. yeah yeah he is like, it, it, and, and Buzz kind of goes on his own rescue mission and there's this whole thing about my his inner voice, like he's trying to find his that's inner voice. That's actually also
0: that's very funny. Which
1: is funny, but it's like like Buzz is always now just kind of relegated to a gag. Yeah. And um, it's a shame because I like the character, and like as a kid, I got the Buzz Lightyear toy, not the Woody toy.
0: <laughs> ah, you too. Don't like Woody.
1: I do like Woody. Freddie had Woody. <laughs> I was always very jealous of, of Freddie's Woody, my brother. But there's um. I, yeah, that I think, I think that that is my main problem with the film is that I felt I felt that it's it's not progressing the characters enough and it's not re- it. I really do feel like it's just Pixar trying to make more money.
0: I think we went into this film with two different ex- like mm. type of expectations because I would just I just thought oh, this is it is going to be like very boring. Either it's going to be funny. Yeah, nearly. And, and I thought the way through. yeah, and I thought it was it was really funny and I kind of like I don't. At the end of the day, I just think that those kind of films just need to be that. That's the important thing that you have a good time while you're watching them. And I understand that you're a fan of the, you know, the, the, Toy the, Story. the trilogy of like the what's a four film thing, saga. Yeah,
1: I suppose it's a saga. Yeah.
0: But yeah, at the end of the, the day, it was a good what an hour, hour and a half.
1: Yeah, but. To counter that, I would say that Pixar has have done so many great films. That oh yeah, I mean it
0: wasn't it wasn't the best film yeah. that they've done, but it wasn't like God, I can't it wait was, for it to finish. It wasn't
1: Cars two or three, like 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 if you look at the, the, those films are awful. Like I haven't the, watched them. The Good Dinosaur that's another pill. that's bad. Like Pixar have made bad films, but the um, the you know the they've also they tend to make much better films than, than bad films, you know. So, mm-hmm. And um, I just, I, my, I think I had I had a lot of reservations when I heard that they were making a fourth. And to be honest, they didn't, it, it didn't change my mind about it. Um, I, well, I didn't come out of it thinking, oh yeah, that you know, they had a good story that they needed to tell. Whereas with, actually with like The Incredibles 2, I felt The Incredibles 2 actually had more of a story to oh, tell. Oh, that was good, yeah. Than... Even though I don't think Incredibles two is a is a great film, I still think The Incredibles is better. But I I would actually yeah I think I got more out of The Incredibles two than I did out of Toy Story four.
0: The thing is like I feel like a story about toys that are, is so linked to a kid. Mm-hmm. Then you change the kid, and yeah, it's kind no, of it's like true, but... the, because at some point the kid is not a kid anymore. So I think probably they just. Yeah, just either they had to do another film with the same kid.
1: What, with Andy? Yeah,
0: I feel like the kid is a bit random in this one, like, is it?
1: Well, Bonnie kind of comes, yeah, into Toy Story 3 at the very end. Like, she, um... And that, the, you are <coughs> right, that, but I, I, I suppose these toys will be forever in, in our heads connected to Andy, but Andy's what now? He'd be in his 20s. You know, so he's not a guy in his twenties. Isn't going to come. right. No, maybe
0: they, they needed new toys, completely new toys. Because, like, at the end of the day, they didn't really use much of the actual like Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. It's like there for like. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot more in this. Five film. minutes in total, probably yeah. the other ones even less. So at that point,
1: there's a lot more. They in... could have
0: put, for example, they could have put Woody. In in a house with toys that are not the same toys.
1: But that's kind of what they did in this. Mm. They put Woody in a in a fun fair with new toys. So like you got Ducky, Bunny, you know, came Jordan. There's Keel. not many
0: toys. It's like well, it's not it's not the same kind of
1: Keanu Reeves oh, as yeah. Duke Kaboom. Oh yeah. Canada's greatest stuntman. That was funny. You know, that, that kind of stuff is. was funny. And um but the, again like the the ones that yeah, you're right. The one... there was also a really good segment in this film, and this is this is the thing. Like um, comedy-wise, this film is very good. Like mm-hmm. the comedy in this film is very good. And there was there was a moment with three like uh, soldiers, and th- they kept on high fiving one another. No, there was yeah. one soldier that was left out constantly, <laughs> and, th- and that that was just that was funny because it kept on happening. Again, it's repetition. You know, yeah. the best kind of comedy is repetition, and. Um, and that that happened quite quite a lot there's quite a lot of that especially with Forky as well mm. and i thought Ducky and Bunny were funny like they yeah. um their kind of what, what were they they're, they're random scenarios of <laughs> trying to find a way to get the keys for instance and then when it first happened you thought what well, are they actually <laughs> doing attacking this old woman and you know it is that, that was new ground for toy story yeah but. like it, it's going into more kind of at, not I wouldn't call it adult human, but more kind of grown up, um, yeah, comedy.
0: Well, do you think they're gonna make a fifth one with like the story of Hoodie living in like a a life of a lost toy? I think it would have been like because at the end he finds you know the the girl and whatever. But wouldn't if they really needed to keep the same toys in the story, wouldn't have been better if like Buzz Lightyear and Woody were in two different houses and they were trying to find each other again.
1: Oh, that's happened though. When? Well, that's basically the first film. Second film happens as well.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it's happened a lot.
0: Okay, let's always, forget about
1: the, it. This is the, again, this is the same problem with Toy Story. The, the, the fundamental plot is always the same. It's always a rescue mission.
0: Yeah.
1: It's always someone having to rescue somebody else. Okay,
0: I can't save this film then.
1: The, and this is... <laughs> uh, I will... I, I mean, I've heard people be quite positive about Toy Story Four, and uh, I mean, I am—I liked it, and it was enjoyable.
0: You just expected too much,
1: I think. Well, it's not even that. I just—I just watching it, thinking, "Well, who greenlit this? Who thought this would be okay? Like, who—who who thought that fans of Toy Story would really like, make, really turning this into a feature film? I think you release it as a, as like a special." Yeah, which Instead, they, they have done, and
0: this maybe is the they should have called it Maybe We should have called it something else, like Toy Story at the fanfare or whatever.
1: Well, uh, well, that and make it make it like an hour long, and then just release it on on streaming. So because you've got Disney Plus coming out, this could have very easily been the premise for a series or like or, or Disney so, Plus. Yeah, their streaming service.
0: There's another one.
1: <laughs> but th- this is, I think. I kind of think they dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. And it's it's annoying because uh, all other Toy Story films have been great and I would definitely put this at the bottom of the pile. It's a shame. <sighs> I, I mean...
0: Can't. You need to get over it.
1: Yeah, but we're, um. we are reviewing it.
0: <laughs> I think it's, a, it's good enough for what is meant to do, which is make you laugh, really.
1: Yeah, I understand that but I want more. <laughs>
0: uh, well, you're not getting it so at what, this
1: point. So what do you what would you give it out of 10?
0: Oh, I don't know. If, now you kind of put in such a bad light for me that I'm <laughs> going to have to say like 6.
1: No, go. On. You, you can't. You got you got to you know, stand your ground.
0: I think if I if okay, if if it was like just a film. Like cuz to be honest, I just don't I don't really like. I'm not again I, I like them they make me laugh but I wouldn't say I'm like I would be happy not watching Toy Story ever again mm. like it's not I, I don't think it's the, they're the best ones mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Wait, no comment go on
0: <laughs> um, so I think seven
1: yeah
0: but if you want me to compare it to all the good ones they've done then yeah six
1: okay I'd give it a seven.
0: Okay, so it's not that bad.
1: No, but I I think I made my reservations about it very clear.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs)
1: And 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 with Pixar, I tend to go like into the nines, you know, with Pixar films, unless it's like they're really bad, which there have been a couple.
0: Mm. But I
1: would say, okay, bad. Okay, bad bad Pixar films. Finding Dory, I thought was terrible. Really. I thought it was really bad. That film didn't. Finding Dory. That didn't need to be made.
0: I mean it wasn't great. It was no. funny though. The good
1: dinosaur is bad. I haven't you watched, haven't watched that. that. I didn't even I've cars, never heard of it. Cars, cars two, cars three are all bad.
0: Are they are they not for like really young kids though?
1: They're for, they were for made like it's a John Master like passion project. He loves cars. He
0: loves cars. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he loves cars and wants to make films about cars. Oh okay, fine. <laughs> I'm talking cars.
0: Sure. Okay. It's like so, an expensive hobby to make, but whatever. Yeah.
1: So that, that that's really it. Then they've made a lot of films.
0: What um, oh, would you say your, is your favorite that they made?
1: Favorite Pixar film? Oof, that's a tough one. I think. I mean, I know I love Toy, Toy Story Two, maybe, but then um, then I have to think about like like how Inside Out made me feel.
0: I think the best story. Oh, Brave
1: wasn't good. That was another one they did. Brave. Mm. In.
0: The best story is definitely Inside Out. It's so yeah, it's actually it's, it's... so educational as well. Mm. For like to understand like I I mean of course it was another when I watched it but I can imagine like a kid understanding his own emotion. It must be very I don't remember of course but it must be very hard to oh, yeah. understand like. So it was, it was but visually I loved Coco. Coco was yeah, such a... beautiful. Yeah, so cool.
1: It's another great story as well. This is what yeah, I mean, it's where a great is,
0: story. Yeah,
1: this is where Pixar—they really, off the, if you if you're talking about Pixar films, they knock them out of the park with their with their story and the way they look. Um, there were like I, I used to love Monsters Inc as a kid, but I wouldn't put that as one of the best films. Also, Monsters University was terrible. Like again, this is the problem. A lot of their sequels are bad. The Incredibles. Actually, maybe The Incredibles.
0: Oh, The Incredibles is fun.
1: The first one, I think. Yeah, maybe The Incredibles. But then you think about Up, you think about Wooly, you know, you, it's, it's a difficult one. It's yeah. really difficult. I will say that the best, my favorite Pixar film is The Incredibles.
0: The Incredibles? Yeah.
1: And it's a superhero film. <laughs> so, moving on. Darling. Moving on. That's a good segue to superhero films. Spider Man Far From Home.
0: Yeah, it depressed me.
1: <laughs> Spider Man Far From Home yeah. depressed
0: you. Yeah, because like just realize, yeah, you know, like I'm going through a middle age crisis.
1: <laughs> well, you're not middle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Go on. Why? Going
0: into my thirties, looking because at Tom Holland, realizing he's twenty. Is he twenty though? <laughs> oh, he's twenty 20- what? Twenty two.
1: Uh, I think he's probably younger than that. You know.
0: Oh, stop it
1: well yeah, but go, don't go tell on. me. So,
0: yeah, yeah, it just made me um, it just just the I it's kind of like, I think it just hit me. <laughs> it was for some reason while we were watching it. It was like, wait a second. How old <laughs> he was, born, ball, he, actually, so, he was yeah.
1: born where I am. I'm born. He was born in Kingston upon Thames in okay. 1996.
0: Yeah, I don't even want to know. I like he's a, 6
1: years younger than me. You know, so for, he's 22.
0: Yeah, like terrible. Is he? But 22. <laughs> I don't know why it just hit me.
1: Googling, He's 23. Okay, that's all right.
0: Listen, I've, so I think, you know, a couple of, until a couple of years ago, I found it very difficult to, to realise that people were born after 94.
1: <laughs> okay, so... so, <laughs> so apart,
0: but apart from that, just the realisation that I'm getting old. And, yeah. Um,
1: so his youth, it's you, depressed me just okay. for a second. All right. Well, let, let's let's set it up. So this is the this is the film directly following Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is no me, this is no easy thing to do. So basically, uh, Peter Parker, played by Tom Holland, the man that depresses you, um, <laughs> <laughs> is going on a science trip with his school. And he is desperate to tell the girl that he really likes how Zen- he feels. Uh, MJ, played by the ever brilliant Zendaya. Or Zendaya. Is it Zendaya or Zendaya? Th- Zendaya?
0: Zendaya?
1: <laughs> anyway. And um, they, great. they go on a trip around... They, this, is, this film is basically a Euro trip. They go on a trip around Europe. And they when they're in Venice, they encounter a big watery monster. And then uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio comes Can out. Can I just say...
0: First of all, I cannot believe that in high school in America they just go for a Europe tour because that sounds very expensive. Well, I went to China. Yeah, let's not talk about your school, thank you. <laughs> Normal schools. Don't, don't even let me start it. Um, <laughs> yeah, laugh. Oh, um, well, second, it looked like there were like 10 people, like 10 kids in oh, this. No, there are
1: lots lot of kids.
0: They, look, they didn't look like many.
1: No, there there must have been about 15.
0: That's not a lot. But it's
1: a science class. It's the science class that went...
0: That's really not a lot, though. Maybe my classes were like... We were like 33.
1: Okay, Well, it depends where you go, I suppose. But the size 15 and 10 10 to 15 is normal.
0: I I concentrate on really random stuff (laughs) going on in this film.
1: So, yeah, mm. you really do. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's the plot in, like, in a nutshell, basically. There's a, there's a load of scenes with Nick Fury who's desperately trying to get Peter Parker to, well, answer his calls, <laughs> yes. for because he's claiming he's, like, he's ghosting, Fury, he's ghosting him. him, which is, is quite that's funny. funny, yeah. But there's a, there's a lot more going on here with mm. Peter Parker. Peter Parker just wants to be a normal guy. He's um, lost five years of his life.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. Because
1: of the the snap. Um, But then, apparently, everyone in his class has, apart from one person.
0: Yeah, one guy that is now, like, (laughs) like super hot.
1: The hot Asian guy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, so, this film is uh, a bit of a... It's it's a difficult film to address (laughs) in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it's come directly after Avengers Endgame, which is such that it... I mean, spoilers. It ends on on the note of Tony Stark's death, you know, and basically Captain America. And Captain America is an old man at the end of end of uh, Endgame, but and Peter Parker is really struggling with that because he, it seems as though the world now thinks Spider Man it should be the next Iron Man, mm. and he's what well, he's a kid. He's, <laughs> he's seventeen. He's in the film. He's seventeen, and he just wants to be a kid. He just wants to tell MJ that he really likes her and wants to kiss her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 17. Because 17-year-olds now are so shy. I think
1: they're 16 in the film. I think they're meant to be 16. But, so, yeah, and there's, um, there are a lot of, a lot of scenes in this film with um, him and his friend, Uh, I've forgotten his friend's name. Oh, this is annoying. Oh, yeah, the
0: little
1: kid. Um, Uh, Yeah, Ned. How old is he? Well, the actor?
0: Yeah he looks really young.
1: I don't know. He's the same age. He's 23.
0: Oh, wow. They're
1: very young-looking, 23-year-olds. Yeah. So I would say uh, I think Zendaya is probably... Well, Zendaya is probably the youngest. Uh, but it's <laughs> about... It. No, she's 23 as well. So they're all the same age. They're all 23. But there's... um, the, 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 Yeah, there are scenes with him where, like... <laughs> I, just, uh, I did find the scenes with him quite funny. To begin with, where he was basically saying... Telling uh, Peter Parker that... <laughs> You know, they were going to be American bachelors in Europe and everyone knows that all European ladies love Americans. Yeah, that was their
0: best joke.
1: <laughs> it went down I thought it went down very well in the cinema. But um
0: yeah. yeah everybody turns he, he
1: he stays on the plane and sits next to a girl in his class and by the end of this flight their boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh-huh. And they're also like the creepiest couple <laughs> <laughs> ever. And th- this is the thing th- There, are, this film is fun I think this is the yeah. this is the, the word of the podcast of the episode I really liked it it's good fun and it's probably actually what you need after Endgame which was pretty depressing oh yeah and um, and, I, and I've heard lots of people say oh this isn't really a strong enough film to follow up Endgame and I'm, like, I'm thinking actually I'm thinking the opposite I'm thinking this is exactly what we needed We needed a film like Spider-Man or a film like Ant-Man, which is just more fun and and kind of doesn't really matter Mm. in the grand scheme of things. This doesn't matter. Like, spoilers, Jake Hall is the the villain, like Mysterio. Which is
0: devastating.
1: But, okay.
0: Super hot villain, though.
1: Super hot villain. And also, um, he he does kind of drop quite a massive bombshell at the end of this Mm. film. I would recommend staying until both post-credit scenes, because... they're some of the best post credit scenes I've seen in the Marvel Cinematic. Also, oh, it's University. pretty important. And it's pretty important. And I was. It's actually... like
0: a massive part of yeah. the film, actually. Did, did the to, second one. It's
1: going to be a massive part moving forward. Um, okay, because spoilers, I think if you're listening to this, you've probably seen the film. At least I hope you have. If you haven't seen the film. Stop it. S- stop now. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so uh, Mysterio releases a clip after his death. So, spoilers, Mysterio dies. Telling the world that Spider Man is Peter Parker and making and framing Spider Man, saying that he's the one that released
0: Killed him, and like he's the, the one that the released all the
1: drones, and that that's like a massive because the you know loads of people would have left. The, I, I know that everyone says you know it's a Marvel film, you stay for the post credit scenes, but yeah, you stay for the first post credit mm. scene
0: because it took really long time. Actually,
1: it was the first; it wasn't for first. The second no. post credit scene was. Uh, oh yeah,
0: scrolls. no, that's true. That's true.
1: Um. Yeah, other other big bombshell. Nick Fury throughout the whole film wasn't Nick Fury. It yeah. was actually the scroll from um, Captain Marvel, which, And I was Just like, wait, this is two massive things to do in a post credit scene. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, I know that people left. Have- People left the cinema when you were watching it.
0: Gosh, you look devastated about this.
1: Well, it's... I just find it... I mean, I like it, but I find it very ballsy to do something like that because it's such a big thing to then... People will go into the next film. Hopefully, they would have found out by then, but people... Some people will go into the next Spider-Man be film like, what and be like, stuff? what? People know he's Peter Parker, and now he's now, like, the world's most wanted man, yeah. basically, which is going to happen because yeah. they're going to think he, you know, trashed half of London. And... Um, I was I was very both shocked and impressed by that, and there was also the return of J.K. Simmons as um, uh, the editor of the Daily Bugle, and I'm forgetting his name now. So J.K., you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, no,
0: I know what you're talking about. It's
1: just J Jonah Jameson. My brain tonight is just not working, but yeah. So he is notoriously hates Spider-Man and, he, and, and J.K. Simmons played that role in the first Spider-Man films. What's going on? Is everything interlinked?
0: <laughs> What's
1: going on? Or <laughs> just just J.K. Simmons, is he, J. Jonah Jameson in every single Spider-Man movie? Who knows? But it's a, it's a nice little callback, I think, and people appreciated that in the cinema. And he's now in the, I think, he's got, he's a bit like um, Alex Simmons is in, not Alex Simmons, Alex... Oh, what's his name? You know the guy that's on InfoWars? Alex?
0: Blank. Blank.
1: Oh, come on. He's like this mad... Oh, I can't remember his name now.
0: That anyway. doesn't matter.
1: But the, that, that's that's what he is. Kind of, He's that kind of mad guy that just spouts conspiracy theories everywhere.
0: Yeah, like the real mad guy that spouts conspiracy theory. Yeah. What's the name of the real guy that does this that? This is who I'm
1: talking about. Oh, right. <laughs> It's Alex something. No, it's not. Yes, it is.
0: Anyway, we can't try to find a name for half an hour no. now. Is oh, that? It's but yeah,
1: people are going to be shouting <laughs> at us. I've
0: forgotten his
1: name. I mean, um, but yeah, so that's that's the kind of character he is. He's just someone that loves conspiracy theories. And but the thing is, in the comics, um, Peter Parker ends up working for him for the but Daily It's
0: a bit. It's a bit weird that it would be on a massive screen in New York.
1: Not necessarily. He's got lots of money. He has no credit. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's it. it, But it's it's going to be interesting moving forward, seeing how how they address this in the next film because I really don't. I. It's never been done in the films. You know, people don't know who Spider Man Mm. is, and the whole thing is that he he keeps his identity very secret, and everyone knows now. So in this film, Zendaya found out. Um. MJ found out very. Easily, yeah. <laughs> she easily put two and two together and was like, "Yeah, you're Spider Man." Um, so if she can find out, then and also like oh, no, Mysterio wouldn't. knew who he was like from the very beginning because he hoodwinked everybody. Um, and it's and actually the second uh, post credit scene answered a lot of questions. For me in the film. I was thinking throughout the whole film. Why is Nick Fury being so stupid? Because <laughs> like, the stuff that Mysterio spouts out. Is absolute nonsense. Like he says that he's from a multiverse. Mm. And that his the world where he came from. Was destroyed by these monsters. Mm. Uh, they're like one is fi- The elementals fire. Earth fire water. And then I suppose like wind comes into yeah. it. At the end. Uh, it's just... It's dumb, but this this Nick Fury, I was like, why does he believe this? Turns out, actually, Nick Fury is a scroll, so no wonder he believed it. He didn't really know what was going on. So I think, yeah, it, as you said, it was it was fun, wasn't it?
0: The yeah, story. I really liked it. Yeah, I thought there's I, a bit of a love story in it.
1: Did you think it was better than Homecoming? Because you've watched Homecoming mm, as well.
0: Yeah, uh, mm, I don't know.
1: I would say there's one thing in Homecoming that makes Homecoming slightly better. What? Well, actually two. First off, it's, it's set in Queens. Yeah. And so it's just Queens, which makes it a more contained film. I think this is, there's a bit too much kind of Going location on. hopping in this film, which I don't always appreciate in movies. Like, it's just too much. So it's more contained. The second thing is you've got Michael Keaton as the vulture. Mm. And that one scene where Michael, Ke- Michael Keaton's character, the, you know, he r- figures out who Peter Parker really is. Mm-hmm. And that scene, I really do think, is one of the best scenes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: Uh, no, I, I remember the scene, but I don't remember thinking, oh, what a scene.
1: Well, I think, I mean, I remember being in the cinema, I don't think I was, with. I think we I watched it twice. And I remember both times I, I watched it, there was an audible gasp, when in particular, when Peter Parker goes to the house, Mm. And the doors open, and it's him, mm. and it's the vulture, and he's the dad. Mm, yeah, and it's yeah. like, and, and it's very rare that that happens, I think, in a, in a superhero film. Mm.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, probably the first one was better, but I mean, I thought we're both. I, I enjoyed both. Both, to be honest. I do
1: remember you coming out the first one and being, oh, that was fine. That was like, yeah. you know, your standard kind of superhero film. Yeah. And I, I think you, just by looking at you during the film, I, th- I felt you enjoyed...
0: Observing. I
1: observed you. I felt you enjoyed this one a bit more. You definitely laughed more.
0: Maybe I'm just accepting this kind of film. <laughs> maybe, wow. no,
1: I've, maybe I've, like, just been, just, like, bombarding oh, these that. films on you and be like, you know, had to watch really? Marvel movies.
0: I actually, actually, I think I... Liked Spider like Tom Holland and Spider Man a lot more in End Game. Yeah, and I, I think that's why I like this more.
1: I oh, see. So kind of, you've grown to like him over time. Yeah, you know, I think.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, but you did say something. You were like, "Oh, but he's too hot to be a geek." So like, why? <laughs> why? I mean, you were like he's I, so
0: buff. Nobody was like you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it's that spider. First of all,
0: no, no, seventeen-year-old is that buff, so it's weird. But you he can't was just bitten sc- by
1: a radioactive spider. Yeah, but
0: you know, like I, do, I highly doubt that if you had. a He seven is very d-
1: short. Well,
0: it doesn't look short.
1: He is like when you look at him next to Zendaya. He She's
0: looks, super tall, though. Yeah, but
1: he's, he's, he looks very short, and even when he was walking next to Nick Fury, like, he looked tiny.
0: But isn't he very tall as well?
1: Well, um, Samuel Jackson. uh, I mean, probably like six foot one, six foot two, maybe. Mm. So yeah, he's tall. But I I I don't know.
0: I was like, I don't. I mean, to be honest, it's been a long time since high school. But I do (laughs) not remember any seventeen-year-old looking (laughs) like that.
1: Would you? Okay. This is. I think. I mean,
0: he's not seventeen. That's the thing. But
1: but would you would you say that um, Tom Holland is the best? Spider-Man.
0: I don't like the other guy. I, you know.
1: There were two. Well, so there was Tobey Maguire, who was the first one don't to play. I like Tobey Maguire. And then there was Andrew Garfield.
0: Oh, that one I don't
1: like. So you would say he's the best one? Yeah. Yeah?
0: Yeah.
1: Because no, a, a lot of people are now asking for a third, third Spider-Man film to be like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the animated film. Yeah. Where there are lots of spider man from different universes because the whole Mysterio thing mm. has now brought in the idea of a multiverse. Mm. So that means that there could be a film where you have Toby McGuire coming back as Spider-Man <sighs> and Andrew Garfield.
0: That's a bit of a mess, isn't it?
1: Well, they're, they're, they're open to the idea. Also, Tom Holland said he's open to the idea of Spider-Man being gay. Now, I they haven't set it up as it being that way well
0: yeah because all the story but I mean he can still change his mind but how how is it in the in the comics yeah it's straight Mm, so they wouldn't they want to change the comic story
1: I mean, personally, I don't see a problem at being in the future being a, another iteration of Spider-Man, but not this one, I don't think.
0: I mean, I'm not a purist because...
1: I just think that they've gone so far down the road of Spider-Man, like, they're basically doing the, the Peter Parker MJ story where they end up getting married in the comics. And um, in the... Yeah, all of them, they get married in the previous trilogy as well mm. when it was cursed and dunst
0: Oh, yeah, that one, yeah.
1: But um, I think... I would agree with you. I think Tom, he's definitely the more well-rounded version of the character because he's got he's kind of got everything. He is he is a geeky. He is awkward.
0: I guess he is awkward. <clears throat> yeah.
1: He's the, the scenes between him and Zendaya, or well, like MJ, they're super awkward. Yeah. Like, and also, I
0: would imagine seventeen-year-old now to be a bit less. Like
1: yeah, but that. I like I like that about him. He's not he's not that confident as himself. He's more confident mm. as Spider-Man, even. That when he's in front of a crowd, you know, he's still...
0: It, you know why? That's because he did not work for the, those muscles. Nah. That's why.
1: <laughs> but it that's was too easy. I, I really do... I have to say, I, I really do like this version of the character. And I, w- I really hope they do make more of these films, because moving forward, I think Tom Holland is a good screen presence. And I think he definitely works better than any of the other actors ever did. Mm. And he's, he's now, he's in better films as well. I mean, I would say that the first two Spider-Man films are pretty good. Like the Sam Raimi ones with Tobey Maguire in them, but they've aged pretty badly now.
0: Yeah. How old is Tobey Maguire now? 40?
1: Yeah, probably. But he was quite old. He was quite old when he got the role of Spider-Man. The other... He looks
0: really young. He always did.
1: Yeah. Another little interesting, uh, Tip bit about Jake Gyllenhaal being in this film. What? Is that he was originally going to play Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, he's definitely too hot for that.
1: <laughs> so he was going to play Spider-Man in Spider-Man 3. too old. No, at the time he wasn't. Oh, no? No, no, he wasn't at the time. This was a while back. Like, he, he, it was when, when they're making Spider-Man 3 and Tobey Maguire kind of, I think he broke his back.
0: Oh, How? I can't remember, Jeez. but they
1: they were they were thinking of replacing him with Jake Gyllenhaal, and then um, eventually they might, they might somehow Toby was fine, <laughs> managed to do uh, the third film. Gosh. But that they, they were that was actually going to happen, and I think I think he quite likes the fact that he's playing a villain
0: mm. in the Spider-Man. He film. works as a villain.
1: Unfortunately, he won't be seen again.
0: Oh, but maybe in another universe.
1: Maybe I really would like to see more of Jake Gyllenhaal in
0: I mean, who Marvel wouldn't? Cinematic
1: Universe. Yeah, he didn't take. Did he take his top off in this film?
0: No, he did not.
1: No, he didn't. That's that's shit. That's a shame. Isn't <laughs> it? Such a shame. Such a handsome man.
0: Such a handsome man.
1: And uh, I would say pretty decent villain.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good I villain. Thought, I thought he very was... smart villain. I like smart, very smart villain.
1: Quite mad. Good, yeah. good. 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 I like a crazy mad.
0: scientist villain. <laughs> yeah. That was the best. the yeah. best villain.
1: A kind of egotistical, maniacal. Yeah.
0: He had yeah, all of those.
1: He had all the, all of the the mad villain qualities. Yeah. So how would you uh, rate this film? What would you give it?
0: Um, I would give it seven and
1: a half. I thought you were going to go very like numerical there. Seven point two. <laughs> I I think I would give it a seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a seven. I it's really like it. Film.
0: Yeah. I I liked it. I I thought it was funny. I thought I did not expect. Him to be the villain.
1: I know, I Because I, 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 okay I, I, I don't
0: know the story. I've yeah. ever, I haven't read the, was, the comics. Yeah. So he's very convincing as a non villain. <laughs> like,
1: he just looks so lovable. I know.
0: He's <laughs> <It's> like. <you> he's <laughs> got those
1: puppy dog eyes that you just trust. Yeah, I was I was looking at you, waiting for the for the moment where it was revealed that he is the uh-huh. villain, and your face just dropped. You were like,
0: "No, <laughs> not Jake,"
1: because it's like cause of
0: course he is. No, but also the the whole way, like the the
1: whole glasses. The,
0: yeah, it was like, is it magical? Yeah. Like, what is going on?
1: I have to say, I was very impressed by the mysterious scenes in this. The um the kind of uh what are they kind of psychedelic kind of yeah. um oh, but it's like a mirage and th- this is what Mysterio does in the comics is he's kind of, basically, he is a stuntman
0: mm. in the comics
1: and um, he does a lot of, no, he's he's not a stuntman, he is a special effects guy. Oh, right. And um, he works in Hollywood and so he does a lot of special effects and he kind of puts Spider-Man in these bizarre trances where he doesn't know what's real and what's not and oh. it's like there's a lot of that and it really brought back Panels from the comic books and also from the animated series. A lot. From I the think I prefer
0: series. the fact that he's like kind of a mad scientist.
1: Yeah, because it it, it, it fits. Makes more sense. It fits the Marvel Cinematic Universe a lot more, because, which is very much based around science, especially with Tony Stark.
0: Yeah. Because
1: he, he was a former employee of Starks.
0: Those glasses, though, they fit him so well.
1: So the glass is a, a gift from Tony Stark mm. to um, to Tom the Tom to mm. Peter Parker. And he actually gives him control of all, all his really dangerous weapons. Yeah. Imagine giving that to a 17-year-old. Oh, I mean, imagine he
0: giving kills, this to me. Almost, Don't do that. He almost
1: kills someone in his class because he took a picture of him with some like weird like Austrian woman
0: Oh, with yeah, his funny.
1: pants down. That was a, I thought that was a very funny scene. Take
0: your clothes off.
1: <laughs> but who would say that to somebody?
0: Well, she needs to get the job done. I mean, change it. Put this on, mate. Don't... Yeah.
1: So I would agree with you. Don't waste it was a, my time. It was a 7.5. It, 7. it was a good film, solid film. Yeah. Um, so it looks like we kind of liked both films, but not really. Yeah?
0: Yeah. It, I, liked, what do you mean, not really? Liked,
1: but not loved.
0: Um, I, I mean, say. not loved, but I mean, pff, I, pff, I prefer going... I preferred Spider-Man. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow, what, not... it, what is happening to me? <laughs>
1: what is happening to you? But let's just say they won't be in your best films of the year list. No,
0: I doubt it.
1: They won't. But will Endgame?
0: I doubt it.
1: Wow, actually, you know what? I think I'm going to agree with you on that one. I don't think it will be. But they're in very enjoyable films.
0: Yeah, very they enjoyable.
1: do the job. They, they do the, good, the job. Good popcorn, like blockbusters.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's always good to see some of them. And on that note, I'm going to say goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening, and I hope to see you in the next episode.